Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back to Not Without My Sister at Work Today. We're going to give you a little culture update, let you know what we've been reading, watching, consuming. But before we do that, you should know that we have a book club over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister, where each month we pick a different book. This month's book is None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. And we'll be discussing that, well, at the end of the month technically, but at the very start of March because February is such a short month. So if you'd be interested in coming along, joining a Zoom to chat with us all about that book and about things in general, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. Beatrice, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. This is our first Zoom, right, that we're going to be doing? This is our first live Zoom book club. Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to all the various ways I must light myself, how many ring lights I will need to put in front of my face, (laughs) blinded by the light as I discuss Lisa Jewell's book. So tell me, what have you been reading? Well, first of all, I'd just like to say I'm fine. Thanks, Rosemary. There's been a cold snap in the weather again. I was really enjoying the lovely warm weather of the weekend. I went out. I took advantage of this to plant my 350 daffodil bulbs, came down the next morning and saw approximately 175 of them have been dug directly back out of the ground by some rotten little animal that made me want to go out and poison nature. Do you think it was bunnies? I suspect it was squirrels, but... I didn't do that thing where I should have put mesh down on top of them, you know, when I planted them, like inside the ground. Yeah, I was watching videos of it afterwards, but I didn't do that because also like I'd hate if I was digging up my garden and found loads of mesh. Loads of mesh. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a right pain. But anyway, so I went out, looked at the bulbs. They are frozen solid, so I can't even replant them right now. So I have to take them back inside and do my best to thaw them and then replant them. Yes. So annoying. Honestly. Maybe that was the the most, maybe that was when I knew I matured because I didn't cry, didn't sob or scream or shriek or wail or 
I just looked and went, oh, well. Well, the good news is the meadows, flowers and vines, they're having their dahlia tuber sale at the end of this month. So we should go and buy some dahlia tubers. For the squirrels because they're hungry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, amongst all of that, so then the kids have started in Richmond. So they've been going, they've been in school until 4.45, applying for a job, working oh, on a presentation. What's in Richmond? It's like after school activities, like different classes. Oh. So I'm trying to sign the three of them up every day because otherwise you have to pick one up at three and one up at 4.45. You know? Oh yeah, that would be annoying. But I can't really figure out how to do that because they don't kind of overlap. So today, two of them are doing it, et cetera. Anyway, so in all of this, I've been trying to find time to carve out time to read more, to read magazines in particular, which is something I don't do anymore. And I actually resubscribed yesterday to Vogue online. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I got the print and digital and I felt like, I know it's ridiculous, but I really was like, that's a good, now that's a good decision. Cause I'd let my, I'd let my subscription lapse. Cause I honestly just think it's uh-huh. stupid, but the Vogue site online has a lot of really good resources, especially like when I'm doing my yeah. portfolio and stuff. And they have now all the years of every runway show. I mean, they've had it for a while, but... I was just about to say, yeah, when I used to write about fashion, Vogue was amazing for having every single look from every single show for every single season. But like they didn't have... resource. But they didn't have all the older ones. And now they have all the way back to like 2000, 2002, 1999 or whatever, which is amazing because it's very hard for me to find a lot of the images of the stuff that I did at Marnie oh, or at John Galliano. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now they have not only, and when they did have them, they just had like the basics. And now they also have the detail shots, which are, you know, much, much better resolution. So I spent yesterday looking online at Vogue and doing that. And that was very enjoyable and also just kind of inspirational. I was like, these, this seems, a lot of these things seem very relevant again, or you can see elements of it in trends that are happening, Mm -hmm. you know, elsewhere, like happening with younger generations, et cetera. So it's interesting. Yeah. I actually really like those ones on TikTok where you see like somebody going, oh yeah, I just found this in my mom's closet. I'm going to try and bring it back. And it's literally like something I feel like I wore two seconds ago. <laughs> you're like, fuck off, you little whippersnapper. I know. I'm well, I was, um, well, I was, I did some online, sh- well, I did some online window shopping last night. Can you window shop online? Uh, yeah. Um, Maybe it's called Chrome shopping if you're not on actual windows. Oh yeah. Chris, so I did some, well, I wasn't on, I was on Safari. So I did some Safari shopping last night. Anyway, um, so I was on Jeffrey Cost. I was like, oh, I buy this, put this in my cart. They have lots of lovely polka dot stuff right now. So I was like, oh, I love a good polka dot. That's the that's the 1990s kid in me, right? Or the Y2K kid. I don't kid. know. I'll stop you there now. I don't know if it counts as window shopping if you're actually putting things in your cart, though. Oh, it was I think more... that's a step beyond window shopping, like because your intention mm. is then murky. No, my intention is to review them at the end and then decide if I want to buy anything and probably be scared off by the total in the cart because let me see right now what's oh, in my I hate when that happens yeah so what's in I the... put I put three 12 packs of Diet Coke and a an ottoman in my cart in Target the other day and then I was like 150 quid yeah I have two skirts a cardigan a pair of trousers and a pair of earrings in my cart for cost and it's 862 dollars so you see that's immediately going to put me off I'm like what yeah I'm gonna be like sorry no I have no job not buying any of those things okay. I'll buy the 40 dollar earrings I was just about to say you don't need earrings. You also don't need any skirts. Hmm? And you also don't need to be buying from Cost in America when you could buy from Cost, send it to mom and dad. It's much cheaper on the European site. Really? And then get them to bring it over next time. Yeah. It's like Zara. Zara in US dollars is way more expensive. Get them to bring it over next time. I need these clothes tomorrow. You don't. That's the problem now. You think you do, but you don't. Mindless consumerism. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, back to culture. 
So what's interesting to me when I look at all of this fashion, so when I cost is looking very like I could wear it. And then Jeffrey Campbell, I was going, I couldn't wear this, but they're everything that I had in my wardrobe 20 years ago, right? All these shoes. I wouldn't, although I did uh-huh. almost buy a pair of furry shoes and I was like, where am I going to wear these two? But they're in well, my Jeffrey cart. Campbell. Yeah, they're in my cart and I'm going to send Beatrice, them to you later and think about buying them. Now, I'm saying this with love. We are both too old nope. to wear Jeffrey Campbell shoes. Incorrect assumption. They had a very amazing pair of woolly, curly, hairy shoes that I shall be posting on the Instagram website <laughs> for people to vote right on. Now. For people to vote okay. on. Okay. And I am buying I'm them. I'm going to put them up on the Instagram website right now okay. for people to vote okay. on. Okay. I'm going to find the most hideous pair of Jeffrey Campbell shoes. No, no. They're the furry <laughs> ones. the shoes Beatrice with, wants. There's one with the ribbon and one without. And I actually am going to buy the are one without the ribbon. No. Or heels I'll or sandals? What are they? They're called Bow Down. Oh, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. Hold on. They're called Black Curly, which I love. <laughs> Jesus. Black Curly, and then there's the other one that has no bow on it that I'm contemplating buying instead. Have you sent them to me? Oh, sorry, was I supposed to be? I forgot. I got distracted looking at them <sighs> again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I actually am totally buying these, so I don't even know why I'm consulting with you. Anyway, sorry, get to the cultural point. Oh, yeah. Please. So all of this reminiscing over Y2K, etc., has me just so enamored with all of these um, shows that are now back on TV. So I'm watching at the moment ER, and like I told you, I was watching um, LA Law. I'm just so delighted by all of their outfits. I said to Dad the other day, I think I'm going to buy myself a beret and wear it. Because they all look, they're all wearing these lopsided berries <laughs> in the ER. Well, now they're also in Chicago, so they're freezing. It's snowing all the time. Dad goes, I don't think, oh, he's not American. Dad goes, I don't think that would look good. <laughs> okay. Dad goes, I don't think that would look good on you. It hardly looks good on her, does it? And I was like, oh. that's rude. I know. It's just like, Dad, what would But Dad like, you're know? not getting a berry. What? Like, Dad, obviously, no, you're not getting a berry. I'm going to get you a picture of this berry after this, and you'll be like, that actually does look good. I'm going to put that on the Instagram as well and ask people to vote. Anyway, listen. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So you've been watching all these retro shows. Mm -hmm. I've also been watching a retro show for a change, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I've got back into watching with Brandon. But I'm also reading Evan Ross Katz's book, Into Every Generation a Slayer is Born, a series of essays. It basically goes through Buffy like season to season with interviews with the showrunners and the writers and the stars and stuff. And it's actually very interesting and really making me feel like this rewatch is going to be the most thorough of my life. On my 14th rewatch, I'm really going to get into it now. Why don't you, um, are, are there podcasts about it? Why don't you do a podcast about Buffy? You're so in love there with loads, that. There are loads, there are loads. There's one called um, Welcome to the Hellmouth, I think. There's one called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. And I couldn't do one because Buffering the Vampire Slayer is just such a good name. I couldn't, like if I can't name it that, I don't want to do a podcast I about mean, Buffy. What's it got to do with it? It's all right. Um, buffering, Buffy. The vampire slayer, I get it, buffering like the buffering. vampire slayer. What do you mean? What's it got to do but with I mean, it? What's that, what does that mean? Buffering the vampire slayer. Buffering means loading. Yeah, but I mean, so what? Who cares? It's grand. You could come so up with something better. It's on the internet. You're clever. No. You could come up with something. But isn't it, there's actually there are college courses. Don't people study like Buffy as a feminist text? Yes, as yeah. Dearen Negriefo yeah. would say. She'd say a female text. A female text is exactly what she would say. Um, I also just finished reading a series of like terrible books by Tessa oh. Bailey because I saw somebody talking about them on Instagram and they said oh my god Tessa Bailey's books are like pure porn and I was like oh sign me up <laughs> and I, re- I read this series about a family whose mom is a famous chef and she dies and she leaves them all a note that says I want you to go and swim in the swim in the sea in New York on New- on New Year's Day like in honor of me and so they all go on this road trip across the country to go to New York to do this swim and there are four books I think and each one follows a different sibling and their kind of love story. And by the time I got to the fourth sibling, even I, Beatrice, was like, this is fucking stupid. I was just, oh, the the way, like, so I have talked about how I've been saying to Brandon, like, oh my God, listen to this. Why don't you think about me like this? And I've been going, Brandon, do you ever find that you catch my eye across the room and you feel a tightening in your chest and you just feel such a surge of love? And he's like, no, Rosemary. I'm like, and do you ever look at me and think blah blah? And he's like, no, Rosemary. Anyway, in this one, I was just like, your man, it's like he's hypnotized isn't even the right word for it. It was like he he would look across to her and like with this reverence, you're just like, this is just, I just got really sick of it. So now I'm trying to, re- well, now I've started reading another book called The Fake Out about an ice hockey player, but I'm going to get into our Lisa Jewell book. And then once I finish that, I'm going to stop reading books on my Kindle and I'm going to start reading the enormous pile of physical books that are in my to-be-read pile next to my bed. Do you not think like if you're going out with somebody, are they going out, these people who are staring at each other or they just want to go out? Well, these two aren't going out, but like they met each other and they felt this incredible connection and they hug all the time. It's really weird. Do you not think like, okay, so say somebody's with you, you're feeling a connection. If you were like reading your book, you hate this. If you're reading your book and you turned around and somebody was just staring at you, 
You'd be like, oh, yeah, very annoying. Like, you'd be like, what is wrong with you? Is there something in your eye? Very annoying. And also, these people, like, sometimes they catch each other's eye and they come over, they prowl over and they go, let's get out of here. I'd be like, fuck off. I'm in the middle of a conversation. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It sounds like my kids. When I turn around, they're staring at me. Can I have something out of the fridge? I'm like, stop interrupting me, please. (laughs) (laughs) And they never get their periods. And they all, let me tell you, missionary sex is just amazing for all these women. They're all coming left, right and centre from the most vanilla, like two minute long sexcapades. It's ridiculous. If you could see Beatrice's face, she looks like a cartoon. I'm just like, how did you go from me talking about my kids to like people coming left, right and centre? Do you need to make it weird? You're You're the the one one who brought your kids (laughs) into a bit where I said he prowled over to her and said, let's get out of here. And you were like, just like my kids. You were the one being Yeah, weird. but there was no weirdness before that about missionary. Will you stop being weird? Anyway, back to me. I'm reading Wool by Hugh Howie. And I was delighted because dad was here and he loves sci-fi, right? He loves everything <laughs> about sci-fi. We bought Brandon a trilogy for his birthday, which I want to read next. It looks great. I picked that out. Dad goes, can't wait to read this. Looks absolutely brilliant. Then I buy this. I bring it home and I go, dad, I bought this. Wool by Hugh Howie. And it says on the back, The first book, apparently it's on Apple TV, which I rarely look on, even though it actually has got good content and I should probably Mm. spend more time Mm. on it. Anyway, although I did watch a good TV show recently on it, name of which escapes me right now, but I'll find it in a minute. It's a bit long and boring, though. Uh, It's a bit like drawn out. The first book, it's also very dystopian. Anyway, the first book in the acclaimed New York Times bestselling trilogy, the Silo series, Wool is a story of mankind clawing for survival. So basically the gist of it, I'm not that far into it. I'll say... The gist of it is like humanity lives in a bunker underground. The world outside is allegedly toxic, but is it? And then there are some strong characters. They're, they're doing the setup right now for one person just when when you misbehave, when you speak of going outside or whatever, you can't speak of it. It's treasonous. If you speak of it or if you request it, you're sent outside to clean. And cleaning is basically where you clean the filters outside or you clean the glass because over time with the grime and toxicity out in the air, um, you know, the view from the inside becomes obscured. So this is, but this is also a death sentence. You're not allowed to come back in and eventually you will die outside, right? Okay. Or will you? So obviously this is the question, right? Will you? You know, is something sinister afoot? Are they really underground for the right reason, etc. is what I'm already wondering. Now, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like that show, um, the, is it like the 21 or? Yeah, the, yeah. No, the 21 is where No, 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 not the 21, but you know the show... Um, well, that's the did, did you watch it as well where like the group of teenagers are sent to earth from the that's the 100 isn't it the 100 yeah. exactly yes it sounds like a season in the 100 when they find this bunker full of people who've been living underground oh yeah who've been oh told i that remember they that survive outside. That's, it sounds like that that's when they all started getting real sexy yeah mm-hmm. i liked that show until that season it got really stupid anyway um i mean it was a bit stupid Anyway, it's very good. So far, I'm a little bit confused. I mean, he's obviously setting the scene, right? He's got three massive books to get through. And I'm going, this person's name is Mank, M-A-N-C-K. This person's name is Mark, M-A-R-C-K. So I'm like, who's talking? You know, what's going on? That's confusing. Yeah. So anyway, it seems very good, honestly. And I'm actually caring about the characters, which is, I think, something that matters to me a lot in a novel. You know, being able to actually empathize or identify in some way with all of the various characters i think that is a skill he's a good writer so far right mm-hmm. now it might get who knows who knows i want to get any further anyway so i say to dad dad i hate dystopia echo what 
not my I tell you now, I understand dad. You just don't understand dad like I do. I understand dad. You know what he loves? Sexy dragons. Those are the kind of books that I've been giving him and that he's just been tearing through. Sexy dragons. He loves them. <gasps> Poor dad. <laughs> That's but that is like he like he likes like fantasy sci-fi. Likes a good dragon, likes them to be like there's a, like a bit of romance in it. Wasn't he reading? Like I lent him my Kindle and then I looked over at one point and he was reading like Romancing the Rake or something. Do you, know like, Do you know what? Do you know what? Dad also like, he always overdoes it. Like he doesn't know how to stop. So he goes to me, have you read this book about this Lieutenant Admiral? And I immediately go, oh, right. He goes, it's kind of historical sci-fi. And I go, that's not even a oh, thing, right? Because like sci-fi is in the future. How can you be? You know, I'm like, dad, that's a contradiction in terms. Anyway, <laughs> So he goes, have you read this one? It's about the Lieutenant Admirable. Admirable? <laughs> <laughs> it's about this Lieutenant Admirable. But he loves when women are in charge as well. And I have to admire that in him, right? He loves a good novel with like a female. Like how many times I, I tried to trick him this, this trip. What's your favorite movie? Alien. Every time Alien or Aliens. But listen, heaven forbid that woman in charge get her period because he hates that. <laughs> oh, Rosemary, is this on the main feed? <laughs> He yes. doesn't need to be listening to this. You better edit that out. Anyway, I don't think he listens to our podcast anymore, Beatrice. I hate to break no, it to you. Mom, mom does. Re- I don't think Dad mom does. Mom just reports back to him. She was, mm-hmm. in fairness, she plays it at extremely loud volume in the That's next room. True. So he, you can't escape yeah, it, no matter where you are probably, in the house. unless there are kids running around screaming. Anyway, so I go, oh, sounds okay, and I'm thinking to myself, not really. Like it, it'll be a slog. It wasn't a great book, right? But he goes, I'll send it to you. Didn't just send me one. He sent me 19. There are 19 in the series. I'm like, you know, do you know how off-putting that is? Like like you said, I have so many physical books to be reading here. I could have told him now, knowing you, (laughs) the maximum amount of books I could admit to you that's in a series is three. And even then, I feel like that would be too much pressure on your tiny brain. Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot. You'd be like, oh God, that sounds too much like a plan. Oh, I'm starting to feel stressed, yeah. Yeah, I know. You need one book and to feel like at the end of that, that's the end and then you're free. You need to see your liberation at the end of this book. How many books are in that Wool series, though? Three so far. Oh, then I I listened to uh, the Penguin podcast, which was very interesting, um, with Sir Philip Pullman being interviewed. And at the beginning, they said, oh, he has, you know, his Dark Materials trilogy. And then another trilogy, a prequel trilogy, which I wasn't aware of, called The Dust Dust Trilogy. I go to that. Oh, I didn't know about this. I've read that. Of course, I know all about it. I was like, what the hell? I'm not What sure. a creep. Yeah, I know. He tells us nothing. But it was very interesting. They were talking about Sir William Blake, the poet. And just, I mean, very interesting, like made me think I should really go and read some more poetry because it was interesting when um, Philip Pullman talked about poetry can't be read. Like it shouldn't be taught the way it's taught. It should be spoken mm. and felt, you know, and I thought that was really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with him because actually like I have a few poetry books and I have one by um well of course I have one by your one Rupi Kaur and I also have one by I can't remember her name the poet who spoke at was it at Biden's inauguration yeah Amanda Gorman um Amanda Gorman yeah I have her book and it's so true that if you open it up and you read it quietly to yourself you're a bit like, well, there's like, I can't, you know, you can't just go from one poem to the next and you're a bit like, what am I even reading? But if you stop and you just read one out loud, that's when it's impactful. You know what I mean? Not when you're just reading. Even though when I'm reading, I do often find myself 
kind of like when I'm reading fiction, I find myself very transported to the time and the place and I don't really see the words. Like I very much see pictures and I, you know, visualize the characters and stuff, but not with poetry in the same way. Like I don't think you can do that so silently because it's all about the, because it's all about the cadence and it's all about the rhythm and the feeling of the words, even like the mouthfeel of certain words makes such a difference in how you, yeah, how you interpret poetry. But I mean, I don't really like poetry that much, but... Oh my God, I love poetry. Sometimes, to be in the mood. The kids got a great poetry book for Christmas called A Poem a Day, I think it's called. I'll find the name. It's apps, but it's hilarious because all the poems like are very entertaining and kid appropriate. You know, it's like there are some oh, about... Oh, that's nice. Yeah, there's yeah. some about farting and some about skipping school and, you know, they're not as entertained oh by God, them the- as they should be, but that's mainly because you're not. they're not paying a ton of attention to me. I need to get them to sit down yeah. and listen, you know? Oh my God, the baby yesterday, we were, I don't know where we were, we were like downstairs playing with blocks or something and he suddenly did like a very deep squat and farted and he looked, I've never seen him look so delighted with himself. Well, another poetry classic, moving on, thanks for that. Another poetry classic Mm. um, that delights children despite his, you know, own crap personality is Roald Dahl's Revolting Rhymes. They absolutely love it, especially when Red Riding Hood, what is it? She... One eyelid flickers, she whips a pistol from her knickers. Oh, so from her knickers. Never oh, yeah. fails to get uproarious laughs, no matter how many times they've heard it. Now, I did actually contemplate sending it into the teacher. And then I was like, can't do that, right? No way. No way no, at all. She wouldn't be into that. I was also just thinking, I used to love Maxwell Silver Hammer, that Beatles song. Oh, God. But then anytime I listen to it lately, I'm like, there, it's really quite dodgy. Oh, so dark. So dark and yeah, yeah but scary. like it was funny when I was a kid and I wasn't thinking about it too deeply. You know what I mean? Bang bang, Maxwell Silver hammer yes, went Beatrice, down yes. upon her head. I'm singing it for the benefit of anybody who doesn't know it. Bang oh, bang, well. Maxwell Silver hammer made sure that she was dead. Boom boom. I'm also watching Manifest on Netflix, which I have started and come back to, and started and come back to several times. Which I think means that it's not very good. I've also started like, it and given it up. Yeah, and I hate that guy. You know the guy who was a prince, who was the prince in Once Upon a Time? He was Prince Charming, wasn't he? I also hate him. The main guy, Ben. And he's married to Jennifer Goodwin in real life, who now has problematic views, so I can't be watching that anymore. Oh, she's painful. Yeah, painful. Um, But yeah, and at the moment, it's like two women in this show fancy him inexplicably, and it's really, even the fact that like, so the premise of it is that they went off on this plane. The plane disappeared for five and a half years and then it reappeared. But to them, it was as if they just went through a whole load of turbulence and landed. But And five and a half years has passed and nobody knows what happened. Right. That is more believable to me than the idea that these two hot women fancy Rosemary, ben. women fancy weird, like, dweeby men all the time. I mean, women listen, have don't, no sense. I don't I know that yeah, from women just per- don't have personal a, experience. They don't have a sense of their own self-worth. Not always, but like a lot no, of women, unfortunately. Um, the TV show that I was watching on Apple TV is actually called Invasion. It's huge, mega scale. Oh. It's It was very good, like really good, um, really good graphics, you know, really creepy. But kind of now I'm going like, where is this going? It's getting a bit like, it's a bit like lost, you know, like where is this going? I'm on... Season two, episode five. So I mean, I've stuck with it, but I think I've stuck with it overly long for an overly long period of time now. You know what? I have to say I'm a big fan of a limited series Mm -hmm. for that reason. Do you know what I mean? That like, like you knowing that a book is over when you finish the book and you don't have 19 other books to read. 
with a limited series, it's nice because you know that it's just self-contained. And even something like The White Lotus or True Detective, where each season you could watch independently. I like that a lot more now than something where I'm like, oh, I'm really going to have to commit. Like, I still haven't watched The Sopranos and I've never watched The West Wing and I've never watched The Wire. And now it all just feels too overwhelming because they've too many seasons. But actually on Apple TV, and, and it is a limited series, I started watching Lessons in Chemistry. And I've read the book, which I really enjoyed. Um, you gave it to me, didn't you? And I, I, I really, really liked the book. And I've got about halfway through the series and I've had to stop. And if anybody's read the book, you'll know that there's kind of like a big plot shift that happens halfway through like a you know like a big tragedy and I just I feel like Joey and friends when he puts the book in the freezer I kind of just had to step away from it for a while and I will go back to it because I was really enjoying it and I think Brie Larson is giving a great performance but I just needed a bit of a personal emotional break well I started watching the Buccaneers on Apple TV also so having said I don't watch Apple TV I clearly do it's the remake of Edith Wharton's great novel the Buccaneers now there was one there was a version made 20, 30 years ago with one of my favorite actors. What's her name? Um, Carla Gugino, one of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she was in the original version. And the Buccaneers, this one is about a gang of young women. Like, it's kind of, it's called the Buccaneers. It doesn't seem to have quite the same premise. It's like a lot more glitzy. It seems a bit like um, in the vein of the Gilded Age by Julian Fellows. So it's like more dramatic and a little bit more glam. But when I watch it, honestly, I've only watched 20 minutes of it. And then I was like, I cannot watch this. Sumptuous. But it's like watching somebody on the way to their prom suddenly dropped into a period drama. They don't look remotely convincing. Now, obviously, it's colorblind casting. And I truly like, I think that's great, right? That doesn't bother me. Okay, so that's not necessarily true to the period that it was in. But I don't think that matters. We can all... You know, yeah. we can all look beyond that from a, yeah, they're all actors. But just the, like the way they're all shimmying down drain pipes to get out and see their bows in the street. I'm like, no, this did not happen. They they would have been immediately ushered to, <sighs> into the- My Brontes would never have done but this. But they would have been ushered into the sanatorium, you know, and shamed for life. Yeah, yeah. Literally, they're like, she's out in the street. Hey, are you ready for your wedding? I was like, off, turn this off. So I turned it off. So you won't be watching it again. I will Even not. though it's just been renewed for a season two. I will not. I found it. No, you know what? Maybe I'll watch it again. I'll take that back. <laughs> Maybe I'll give it another try. Never say never. It just, it was real. You know what? It reminded me of Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, where it was kind of modernized with modern, modern music and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was still true to the form, if you know what I mean. Like it was, Yes, yeah, yeah. And it was beautifully acted and understated. This just was very, it was like they were all knew that they were supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, whereas you're supposed to be unaware that you're in a movie, you know? Yeah. I didn't already mention Slow Horses, again, on Apple TV, so obviously I do watch Apple TV. Um, I did... Oh God, you watch a lot of Apple TV. Well, no, I watched, I read, I watched, I watched this last month and it was amazing with uh, Gary Oldman and couple of other actors who I can't remember right now. Oh, um, Kristen Scott Thomas. Is, that, is she in it? Oh, yeah, know. yeah, she is. And she is one evil government kick-asser. I mean, evil. And I like her. But it's really great. It is a phenomenal, extremely clever TV show. And I think there are three series and maybe four in Britain at this point. Um, so I'm waiting for that fourth one to come out. Really good. Like, really smart, really clever, really unexpected a very bingeable television show. 
Huh, and what else? Oh yeah, well I also did just finish Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and I'm obviously now watching Vanderpump Rules season 11. I thought you were going to say episodes out so far. I thought you were going to say I'm now converting to Mormonism, no? Did it tempt you? No, actually most of them, only one of them now is still a Mormon, is still a practicing Mormon, I think. Um one of them in season 1 was kind of like out of uh, like had one foot out and one foot in. Um and another one then in season 2 left the church. And then several of them have been excommunicated for getting divorced, even though their husbands have not been excommunicated. Mormonism sounds shit, but then again, all religions, to be honest, to I me, sound to say, quite equally shit. How does this shit. differ from any other male male based religion? I, well, Mormonism has the garments. That's the worst part about it. Having to put these garments on under, under your clothes, like little bloomers and a little cotton t shirt, just seems like too much. Seems like a lot of effort, especially like in Salt Lake City. Isn't it warm down there? Well, they seem to film this almost exclusively in the winter and there's a lot of skiing. So oh. there's a lot of snow in Salt Lake City as well. Well, maybe Who bloomers knew? would help if I fell off my skis, had my arse. Okay, another thing that I'm reading that I had to put aside, and I was just getting into it, I had to put it aside to start to read um, A Ghost in My Throat by Darren Negrifo, which we reviewed in our most recent podcast available uh, exclusively to patrons on patreon ghost in the throat but yes ghost in the throat what should i say ghost in my throat yeah that's because for most of it i had a ghost in my throat no um i would give you my opinion of it but it's on the podcast and you can certainly listen to it there was audrey shulman one of my favorite writers books the dolphin house based in florida i think in the 70s and it's based on real experimentation and studying and it's scientific um, studying that was happening on dolphins at that time. Like it's a fictionalized account of version of it, but incorporates some of that same. So I, th- I think that's what I like about her as well. She's very, her books are very well-researched and, you know, interesting, mm. kind of like Margaret Atwood-esque from that, not, not similar in terms of tone, but just the depth of research or Hilary Mantle that goes in. It's always women, brilliant women. Um, but I also got a comment on, I think it was on Instagram from a listener who said she just recently read Ulri Shulman's The Theory of Bastards on my recommendation. Thank you. And I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this book, but I would like everybody in the world to read it and agree with me that it was absolutely brilliant. And what did and this was. person say in the message to you? She said she very much enjoyed it and, she, and thanks for the recommendation. And she was. Oh, that's great. She thought it was very unexpected. I, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. And just a great book. It is just a great book. Oh, very good. Okay, listen, uh, before we wrap up, I just want to give you so far the results of our poll. Oh, do do you want to know? <laughs> Go on. 22% of people think you should definitely buy the shoes, which means 78% of people think absolutely not. What? Those were the options they were given. Definitely and absolutely not. 78% of people saying absolutely not. Absolutely not. Or did you post the right shoes? <laughs> I posted, Beatrice, these shoes. Curly, I can't believe you little... didn't post them from a better angle. That was really that bitchy was of you. Literally, Beatrice, go and look on the website. <laughs> there are very few good angles of these shoes available. The only Every good angle is a good angle. in pink. No, I couldn't find a good angle of the black ones. But anyway, the people have spoken. You're not to buy the shoes. I'm absolutely buying them. Listen, I am my own person. Can't I say what I say? Can't I think what I think, as our aunt said you recently? You can absolutely say what you say and think what you think as soon as you have a job. <laughs> no, you can say what you say and think what you think, whether you're employed or not. But but until you get a job, you're not allowed to buy those stupid shoes. Oh, she's looking very depressed. 
If I had those shoes on my feet to look down to now, I'd be so happy. They would cheer me up in my unemployed fugue. This conversation should have cheered you up until I got to that morose part at the end. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. Like I said, get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. Email us, notwithoutmysister.gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Let us know all of your thoughts. What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Oh, we didn't say what we were listening to, but I'm basically listening to the same thing I've listened to for the last six months. I'm listening to country music in preparation for Beyonce's new album. I'm listening to Carly Pierce. I'm listening to Alexandra Kay, I think is her name. And very sweet voices, lots of kind of Dolly Parton-esque. I'm listening to Trio by Dolly Parton and um, Linda Ronstad, and I can't remember her name from the 70s, but great, 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 great music. And I'm also listening to, and I'm going to get it right, Lancome, Lancome, Simply Lancome. What are they called? I think they're just called Lancome and their album is called False Lancome, isn't it? Right. That's it. That's who I'm listening Something to. Finally like got it right. Almost right. That's who I'm listening okay. to. Lots of country Good job. yodeling. Now, uh, right after this, I'm going to immediately send you the berry, which we will post online, and you will see that if not those shoes, then yes, the berry. Okay, great. We'll see. Follow us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister to see the results of this poll. I'll, I'll, I'll save it as a highlight to our stories so you can see, <laughs> even if you've missed it, what people voted for and against. Thanks for listening. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.